Mossa, 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 Yes, sir. I turn a loss to a win. Big fact, homie, this is not a toss up, boss. In the end, all hell turning in the sun. I'm up birds in the morning. Travis and Carmen, DMV's best. Now I gave you fair warning. Please, next election. Last one was boring. Excellent suggestion. Big Mars still scoring. Paid cards made bars. Quarterback returns. Air executives talking. Listening to learn. Big baller shot calling. Moves making Harlem shake. Mary landing for a lobby. Icons living in my state. Moss up, Moss up, Moss up. Welcome everybody to Moss up. Off the record. We got my main man in the house, the first guest uh. of the Moss Up Show, uh, Vernon Davis himself, DMV's finest. What's up, brother? Nothing much, man. Good to be here with you guys, man. Good to be here. Oh, uh, thanks for coming on, man. You know, we had a lot planned, and um, see, I'm not sure if you're familiar with how me and Travis do things. We have a show that we've done, <laughs> done, and Travis could be a nut. There's no nut about me, right, Vern? I'm very, right? You're I'm very a- sophisticated. <laughs> Spell it, Burns. Spell it. <laughs> you know what? Tam was coaching recently. Yeah. I don't know if you knew that or not. No, you I were out in Cali for like a week. Yeah, I had actually, you know, it, it was something that was uh, thrust upon me a year ago. Uh, they wanted me, the NFLPA has a bowl game called the Collegiate Bowl. Mm-hmm. And all the guys, I, mean, I, sh- I wish I would have went up there last year because Porters went last year and Andre Johnson, them guys that I played with. But I actually thought I was going to be busy, hoping and wishing that the Redskins were going to see the postseason. And, oh, they left us hanging again. And um, Yeah, burn. But, but I'm not tripping. No, we can't put it on burn. <laughs> We ain't gonna blame somebody. You gonna we ain't gonna put that on. Hello. We ain't gonna put it on burn. But this year, uh, before I even knew what was gonna go down, I, I said, "Yeah, you know, I'm gonna be available." So I, I signed up, and it's crazy. I almost didn't make it. I almost wow. missed my flight that day. The day of the uh, trip, it was Saturday last week, and I got up, thought my flight was at a different time, got there, and it was at a, a, another time earlier than that. And I went home and sat on the couch, like, man, I'm not going. Thought about it, you know what? I signed up for it. I must get there. Change my flight, pay my own money now. There you go. Flight, and got up there. And guess what? Time of my life. Wow. I mean, honestly, like I've been removed for the game for what five years now, and to be back on the gridiron and now at a different, you know, capacity, just coaching up these kids mm-hmm. and just showing them what I learned to be me. It was great, man. And I, I it was funny because everyone saw that I caught the bug. They was like, Tanner, did you have any aspirations? I'm like, you know, to be honest with you, I always saw myself being one. I just didn't know that I would tap into it until like until I got used to being out the game for a while. Right. So, but I enjoyed myself. Man. Vern, could time. you see that transition for you when your playing days are over? Obviously, we've mm-hmm. talked about I know media is something that interests you. Mm-hmm. I think you'd be great at that. But have you thought about coaching at all? Not coaching, no. I don't. I don't think I could coach. I'd, I'd rather do, uh, you know, some of the things that I'm passionate about: uh, acting, um, television, kind of following Santana's footsteps. Like we we talked the other day, and I told him I was like, "Man, you really stepped into it, and you're doing everything on television and radio." Appreciate so, that, man. I love to. Um, uh, just do what I'm passionate about. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? I was going to ask Carmen who we had on the show. Carmen, so don't, <gasps> bear with me. You know what? Carmen, Thank you for the Carmen, introduction. Carmen, Carmen, 
you, you don't even have to say it because we already uh, did the introduction part of it. So I'm gonna save you for later. I got a couple of things I'm gonna come to you. With she later. wants to get into so those I, interests. I'm, that gonna, get, I'm gonna get into it, man. You know, um, you know, we, we got Vernon Davis here. Yeah. Uh, by the way, again on, on on Moss Up, you know, off the record, say it with your chest. We come gonna, on. We gonna say got a boss up. But uh, so Vernon, man, time flies, <laughs> and that's one of the things I notice about everything I've done in my career, whether it's it's been you know going to school, playing ball, you know, going to school and playing ball, having my NFL career, not knowing how long that was going to take. Uh, I was just looking up, man. You got a birthday coming up soon. I do, January 31st. I'm getting old, man. 36. (laughs) (laughs) How old are you going to be? 36. God, man. That's what's up. That's amazing, man. But, you know, when it comes down to it and just saying that's your birthday and everything that transpired, you just went through your, what, 14th or 13th season? 14th. 14th Mm -hmm. season. Wow. With all the stuff that transpired through the season, whether it was the coaching change in the midseason, dealing with you not being able to be active the whole season, you know, what was that like? People don't understand. Like, I'm a player, so I'm always going to come to you at the player's perspective. Folks look at that and might say what they want about what we go through and have whatever they want to say about it. But Mm -hmm. as a player, what was that like for you? Because I know what it would have been like for me because I experienced something similar. Didn't play my whole 14th season and didn't have a coaching change. Yeah, I had a coaching change prior to that year. Mm -hmm. But it was just one of the seasons that I didn't expect to go through being that late in my game. So what was it like for you? Yeah, it was was tough, but more so – I think it was. I think the biggest challenge was just being able to, um, you know, come into that building every day and put a smile on your face. Yeah. And like I tell the younger guys, it's all about what you build right now will set you up for success later mm. on. So if you can fail now at this early in your career, then imagine if you go through it another time when you get older, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You you already have that foundation. You know what it's like to fail, and it'll allow you to be able to sit back, breathe, and know that once you succeed. You can take a breath of fresh air and know that, hey, you know, you've been through a lot. Now, hey, it's time to time for me to do well. Yeah, that's what's up, man. I mean, that's mm-hmm. dope because I've, I've had those experiences. Mm-hmm. You know, I failed early, mm-hmm. and, and I failed numerous times early. Like, it, it wasn't be it wasn't until I got into the league I failed. No, I failed trying to even get into college. And then mm-hmm. I failed when I was in high school when it comes to different things that I was trying to do or accomplish. Mm-hmm. Uh, with all that being said, um Having this opportunity given to you, being that you was a, a, a all pro and all this mm-hmm. many other things that you you was able to accomplish as a, a professional athlete, coming into the league, I had expectations, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna be I'm I'm gonna tell you off the top, my expectation of the league was quite different from what I really you know saw you know firsthand when I got here. You know, I expected to come in here with a bunch of men that. You know, it's going to be one of those things. I was going to be in awe. Some of these guys have been watching for so many years. And then when I hit the ground running, I'm like, hey, they no different than me. Mm-hmm. You know, I can <laughs> I can play with these dudes. This is like playing in the backyard when I was 12 and playing with the 18-year-olds. Mm-hmm. You know, what were some of those expectations that you had coming into the league? Or did you have any at all? Yeah, I mean, I, I guess, the you know, I expected myself to do well right away, but it didn't happen. And, um, you know, that's another story I can tell. Like, I came in as the first top well, six pick of the draft mm-hmm. uh, from out of UMD, University of Maryland. And I didn't perform, you know, to my expectations. So they started calling me a bust. They was like, he's not going to mm-hmm. make it. Yep. Uh, why did you waste your, your, your pick, you know, on this guy? So um, that right there, you know, you just had to uh, just get through the storm. You yeah. know, just keep the faith, uh, stay encouraged, and just know that, 
you know, no matter what you go through, you're going to excel if you continue to put the work in. So the harder you work, the more successful you become. In a way, Tan, he was ahead of his time when you think about it from the position of tight end because really at that time, six first round for a tight end, yeah. like what? They don't, they don't, they didn't yeah. make him like Vernon no. back then. Like no. Now you see a lot of those now guys you see now it. because they standing guys up. That's right. Basically, who are wide receivers that they say, okay, you know what? He don't have a step or two that most receivers have, so let's make him a tight end. That's right. Vernon, on the other hand, was a, a tight end slash receiver. He was ahead you of know his what? Time. We could put him out wide, yep. but he's a tight end. We want him inside, and guess what? He's running four three eight coming right. out of the draft. So they didn't make him like him. And there's a lot of guys that come into this game there before their time a little bit. And speaking of coming into this game, think about it. You was a, a draft pick. What you say? Six six, six overall. First round. Mm-hmm. Six yeah. overall by the Forty ers <laughs> And then you look back. You fast forward to the day. The 49ers are going to another Super Bowl. Wow. Oh, man. That's How crazy. special is that, man? Yeah, How special. special is that? And special. I mean, like, just from being that, you know, because I remember being a Jet, and shit, the Jet never did nothing <laughs> to what we was doing as a Redskins while I was playing. So I never had a chance to look back and say, darn, I miss being a Jet. But how do you feel about them being able to see a Super Bowl again? Uh, I think this is, what, the second time in almost six years. Mm-hmm. And then uh, beyond that, you know, what is your prediction? Of oh, this? hey, wait, whoa, don't answer that. Okay. Wait a second. You can't give everything away in the first damn. Me and Carm ain't even get any questions. So hold up. Now you know. Pick me. Now we off the we off the hook. That's for sure. We off the hook. And this is Moss up off the record. When we come back from break, we'll get your prediction. And for me personally, Verm was on that Super Bowl team that lost with the Niners. Super Bowl I, 47, baby. I just want to ask how come they didn't throw to Vern, because I feel like the outcome could have been different. So we'll get it that and been. more on Moss Up Off the Record when we come back. <laughs> You're listening to Moss Up Off the Record with our special guest, future Hall of Famer, mm-hmm. hello, speaking into existence, mm-hmm. Vernon to. Davis. Now, before we went to break, Tana was <laughs> asking a prediction for you in this year's Super Bowl, but I just want to backtrack for a second. Okay, as a 49er fan, when I first met Vernon, by the way, I hugged him. I made it very awkward. (laughs) He was like, hi, I'm Vernon. Nice to meet you. I said, I know who you are. Thank you for everything. (laughs) But he was cool. He was very gentle also. (laughs) Vernon, I just want to say, on that Super Bowl team, y'all lost to the Ravens. Can I just, why didn't they run a play to you? You On that team, you had you, Frank Gore, Kaepernick, mm-hmm. who can run. Right. I felt like they yeah. just kept forcing the ball to Crabtree mm-hmm. at the end of that game. Yeah. What happened? You know what? I, I don't know. You're right. They kept forcing to the track to Crabtree. Not, I'm not knocking Crabtree. He was a, I mean, Hell he of was a player. player. Great player. Yeah. Great player. One of, the, one of the best wide receivers I've seen uh, uh, during that time. But, it was just it was just one of those things. We just couldn't get it going. And then you forgetting about we had Randy Moss as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah, eighty four. He went eighty four then back yeah. then. Yeah. yeah, I mean he could still go. I seen him go up and practice over three guys one time. I was like, wow, he still got it. Mm-hmm. But it just didn't. You know, it's just one of those things. It just didn't work in our favor. It wasn't our, our time. Yeah, that's crazy, man. That's but, such a political answer. I want you to just tell me what happened. <laughs> Why didn't they throw to you, Vernon? You would have won the Super Bowl. Man, they should have threw me the ball, man. They should have threw me the ball, man. I told him I had it. <laughs> All right, what's your prediction for this Super Bowl? Yeah. You know, I'm going to have to say, I'm going to have to go 49ers, 21 to 13? 13? Fern, they are mm-hmm. going to hold that offense. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes is a cyborg from outer space. They're going to hold that offense to 13 points. That's hey, what I predict. He got faith. Woo! He got faith. But you know what, man? This is the prediction. It, 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 we asked him his prediction and he gave it to us. Wow. But I would say this, Vern. I'm, I'm a. Um 
I grew up a 49er fan. That's crazy. It's crazy. My house is a 49ers. We grew up 49ers fans. And um, you would think that's odd being that I was from Miami, mm-hmm. but I grew up a uh, um, uh, Joe Montana and Jerry Rice fan. Mm-hmm. So I had to, you know, put on them Niners gears whenever time I, I, I watched the game. But just knowing, you know, what they bring to the table, I'm happy to see them where they at because of Kyle Shanahan. You know, having to have, a, have him as a coach. Me and Kyle are the same age, 40 years old. Kyle was a receiver at Texas, University of Texas. He's a Longhorn. And it was crazy. I just was on Chris Sims' show a couple of months ago, and we spoke about, you know, Chris Sims coming to watch me in college when he was on his recruit visit, coming to Miami, and he wow. ended up being a Longhorn. He just said things was different, and he knew he wanted to go elsewhere. But now to see Kyle there. So my prediction, and I'm just going outside of yours, I want Kyle to win. But I won't be mad if I see Andy Reid hosting up that that mm-hmm. trophy. I think Andy Reid is one of the great offensive minds that we have in the game today. Uh, he doesn't get a lot of credit for what he did in Philly. Philly was a <laughs> they was a beast for they were. years, they were. years and years, and then they finally made it to the Super Bowl and they they didn't win. But who who they was faced up against? The New England Patriots. Right. You know, it's 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 a tough team, one of the toughest teams in the decade, and still one of the toughest in the new decade. So uh, I want the Fortnite to win also. But before we get to talking about Super Bowls, we talked about briefly that you are a DMV guy. Mm-hmm. You from here? Yes, uh, homeboy. I, I, I have to ask you because. You know, I'm a guy now. I call myself a Washingtonian. Mm-hmm. You know, I know my guys back in Miami might say, man, bro, you from the 305 all day. That's how they speak down now. But no, I'm a Washingtonian now, man. I came here in uh, 05, and I knew immediately that I wasn't going to leave, you know, regardless of what I was going to do. Uh, I, I want to ask you, because I've done road these streets now for, for, for the, the last 10-plus years, and what was it like? Growing up here, and what was the young burning up to in those days? Burn, keep it real, because you know I'm a homeboy too. I'm a DMV, so don't be up here lying about us. We all home. No, we keep it real for you, man. I, uh, it was it was challenging during the time that I used. I guess they used to call DC it was like uh, they used to call it first. They used to call it Chocolate City. Chocolate City, City. the murder, the murder they capital. Did. They so did. I grew up doing that era. Um, so it it was extremely tough, you know, as a kid growing up, like anywhere, you get caught up in the streets. And I tell also let everyone know that I was on probation in sixth grade because I followed the the wrong people. Wow, no. people don't, don't I didn't know that. that. But um, just just going through facing the challenges, the difficulties yeah. of growing up in a neighborhood where um, there's not a lot of influences and people to really look up to. So you have to you know you have to go through things. You have to struggle to get to where you want to go. So I made up my mind and I got on the right track. And I just listened to my grandmother, listened to my parents, and uh, I did the right thing. Wow. Did you listen to Go-Go? I did. Hey, he still hey. got it, too. Hey. hey. Damn, you have been up here a long time. You've been <laughs> Santana has a favorite Go-Go song. What is it, Santana? Oh, man. I feel like I'll get a brain freeze every like time that, I plug uh, like the, what is it, what The Pieces is it? of Me? Uh, the Pieces. No, no you like um, sexy, sexy Ladies or something like sexy that? Sexy yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Give me your number, girl. A bagadooga. A bagadooga. Roll it. That was my joy. Hey, look, in 05, when I got up here, boy, when I heard that, I knew it was going to be a good night. I was doing the, the dream of love, whatever it was back then, and I was like, boy, it's going to be one of those nights. It was going to be one of those nights. But uh, nah, man, but that's what's up, brother. Um, you know, Carmen, don't you got some, some, yes, something yes, to share yes, with us? Okay, this? so you grew up in the DMV area, but when did you start playing football? And when did you know this is my career path? This is where I want to be, and what did you do? Hmm. To get to that point, 
Well, I started playing. Well, I, I played one year at Pop Warner, but I was, uh, believe it or not, I was afraid to wear that wear the helmet. I felt like I was claustro- claustrophobic. Wow. Really? Um, yeah. Um, so I, I couldn't wear the helmet, so I stopped. And I picked back up in 10th grade. So I walked on to the basketball team because I wanted to play basketball initially. Uh, that didn't work out because they had their starting five. So I was like, you know what, I'm just going to go play football. Walked onto the uh, field, and that year blew up in 10th grade. Wow. Right away, uh, Miami came down, uh, uh, my, my University of Maryland, Virginia, Purdue. They all started to recruit me. Heavily. Wow. So. You but, talked about Miami, and see, I just, I just, I just gave a little. Um, I, I kind of dogged your team a little bit, man. I said he did. I said my dogs from the. He's from the fake UM University Vern. of Maryland. I, mean, I had to, man. You know, cause, guess what? Because that's all I ever hear up here. Whenever I say I'm from the University of Miami, the the people from Maryland, the right. Terps, oh, the fake UM, right? How we? Yeah. That's that's our initials, UM. I bet before, Michigan feels a type of way with that anything, too. I'm pretty right? sure too. But, um, you know, just knowing our roles that we take as athletes, you know, um, I, I know mine. And when I talk to uh, many of other guys that I was able to, you know, uh, be in the locker room with or be in the present with now, just on my second gig outside of that, that world, I would ask because I have inspirations. And I, t- I shared a couple of them. You know, I told you I was a 49er fan. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, Jerry Rice was one of them, and uh, Joe Montana. I got a chance to meet Joe Montana for the first time last year at the Chance for Life uh, Foundation event that they had at the MGM Casino. And um, I was telling him, like, look, you was my childhood idol. Like, yes, I I grew up loving quarterbacks. It was no, it was that was the reason of me being a receiver. Uh, who were some of the inspirations that you can look back on and say made you want to be where you at today? I look at guys like. Uh, say, uh, <clears throat> Terrell Owens, um, uh, uh, Tony Gonzalez, mm-hmm. and, uh, Barry Sanders, those guys, and then you have guys like yourself mm-hmm. who come in making crazy plays. You're like, wow, how do he do that? He's fast. He's, he's strong. He can do it. He's big time. And, um, and, and you know, sometimes like we can we can take that for granted. Like <clears throat> sitting in this room, you know, a young guy can come in, and you know, of course, he's had success. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes they're afraid to say that, hey, I looked up to you, blah blah blah, because they're doing their own thing. But I think. We need to acknowledge that and really point that out. Like, yeah. you know, this guy was the guy that I, you know I sit and watch him on TV. He was yeah, the no doubt. To get into it. So, but yeah, just having that inspiration from all sectors, um, it just gave me the the inspiration and the motivation to really uh, stay on the right path and and reach for success. All right, so it. let's let's turn back the clock. Mm-hmm. You're in the league. You're the first round pick. You're with the Niners. Mm-hmm. Take me back to the first game. Your first game, your first moment, your first touchdown. What was all that like coming from Maryland? Because, look, Maryland's a great institution, okay? We love it. <laughs> but it's not exactly a football powerhouse, right? So you right. go from Maryland, where Loxley recruited you crazy, too. Yeah. You told me that story. And then you get to the NFL. What was that like, those first moments in the league? Uh, it was fantastic, man. I just, I was just, I remember going into the locker room and I, I go into the locker room, I grab the helmet and I go to the mirror in the bathroom. I'm in the mirror, I'm like, Smile, I'm, this way. I'm, <laughs> I'm ready. Like, wow. Then I, I go out, I see Frank Gore sitting at the locker. Like, what's up, dog? What's up, bro? What's up, bro? Like, it, you know, he became like, uh, we became the best of friends, man. And uh, uh, just those experiences with guys like him and and uh, uh, Santana, and you just meet different people throughout the league. Mm-hmm. It, it's been it's been incredible. But the first game that I played in was against the the Oakland Raiders. One shot was lined, lined up in front of me. All I could mm. do, I almost swallowed my tongue, man. Almost, because I knew how good he was. I was like, He's man, I'm about to guy. go against Warren Sapp. This is crazy. 
you know, we made the, we, we connected, and he was like, man, don't grab my jersey, don't grab my jersey. I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> It's up a nut too, boy. Okay, Vernon. So coming up in the league, being a pro, being a celebrity, all the women love you. I Uh-oh. mean, if anybody doesn't know what Vernon looks like, he is absolutely flawless. Carmen, me and Travis not trying to hear uh, all that. Gorgeous. So get to your point. I'm trying to hear it. Vernon is beautiful. Uh, You're a gorgeous TMI. man, Vern. Teeth are like sparkling. You know, uh, I don't know if you have like a toothpaste commercial, but mm. you shed great um, skin. Keep going, Carm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let I him mean, know. I'm just burdening my man. Like, <laughs> Eight pack. Um, I'm, I'm gassing her up. Shoulder too. as we as we talk right now. I'm so sorry. Ladies, I'm taking one for the team. But okay, you're a pro athlete. You're you're amazing, and you're invited to all these parties. And there's all these influences and all these women coming after you. How do you stay focused, driven, and stay on your purpose? Um, just looking at the people who's been there before you, looking at how they were destroyed, and um, it's just one of those things. You just have to do the right thing. Obedience. I always say obedience is better than sacrifice, and that's mm. it, and that's the word. You know, it's it's just better if you can. If you can behave yourself and control yourself, deny yourself and tell yourself no when it comes to certain situations, then you're on the right path um, to set yourself up for uh, achieving all the things that you want to achieve. But you have to first have that discipline to be able to control yourself. Vern, we're about to go to a break, but before we go, I have to know as a fellow bald brother— when you came into this league, dog, you had dread dreads. You hear me? Like, you had them Rastas. Now you with, with me. Thank you for that, by the way. Nice, nice. Good to have you in the club. What was that trans? Like, how you go from dreads to ball, man? It's a good look on you, man. I like that. I woke up one morning, I had three dreads. <laughs> <laughs> At least he wasn't trying to hold them on like Jerry did back in those days. Somebody lied to Jerry. Vern, oh, why didn't dog, somebody? Oh, we love. We all love Jerry here. It's fair. Yeah. We all love Jerry. We're not. We're not yeah. hating. But man, how come somebody didn't tell Jerry when your braids start back in here? Come on now. Man, you can't tell the goat that. You yeah. can't say that to no, the goat. Right? No, the, yeah. goat yeah. He, the goat said he The goat said he's going to them things till them things fall out. My man said he had three dreads. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't lying to you, man. Three. It might have been 25. <laughs> <laughs> I feel what you. I know what you're talking about because that's how I want my braids. You had your braids too? When my braids start deceiving, I'm like, hold on. You start my braid here, now my braids start back here. Well, you got a gap for some reason. Oh, shit, I got to start cutting Now, I'm going to give you a name now. Now, he has an excuse. We understand that. I'm not trying to be disrespectful. But somebody need to get in Stevie Wonder's ear. Now, Stevie can't see what's going on. He can't see. But somebody who loves Stevie. But good as Stevie can feel those wrists of those pretty women, he's better feel it right at that forehead. Start, hold on, my forehead right here. I'm a brain starting right here. Hey, Tanner, you're going to hell, man. God forgive you. You're going to say, God forgive me. God forgive me. You're going to hell for that, dog. Moss up, off the record. We're taking a break. We're coming back more with Vernon Davis. You're listening to Moss up, off the record with Vernon Davis. Mm-hmm. Vernon, man, we talked about a lot of things, man. You know, the, the inspirations, the uh, different things that we was uh, that was brought to our horizons when we came into this league, the way we got here. Um, but we haven't talked about obstacles. Uh, I've had many. You know, one of the ones I want to speak on is, you know, my injuries alone. You know, I had to overcome in, being injured a lot. Uh, when I was in college, I rarely had an injury. I broke my jaw. I think that was the only serious injury I had. I told him put a plate in there, and I played through it. Um, the last one I had, I experienced in college, I had a high ankle sprain. That lasted four or five weeks, but guess what? I played through it. Mm. Got here in the league, 
out the gate, messed my knee up, tore my knee. And I couldn't just say, I'm going to play through it. I had to basically, you know, sit down for 12 weeks before I even got a chance to play. Didn't play a preseason game as a rookie. Didn't play a preseason game. Didn't play all the way into about week 12. And then I here I am, you know, that was my first obstacle. And it was many more that came after that one. What was it like? Or did you have to overcome any obstacles? And what was it like when you did so? Yeah, I think one of the biggest obstacles in my career was when I got sent to the locker room by Coach Singletary. Mm -hmm. I mean, oh, I remember. I, that. I, I'm not sure if you saw it, but no, it was, I remember all, it was all over the place. And Can't coach with him. Can't mm -hmm. play with him. I'd rather play with <laughs> ten guys and to play with someone that's all about themselves. I want winners. I told Vernon, <laughs> Malcolm X himself reincarnated. That's a, that's a great no, Singletary. I, you know, just going back, you know, go, go, getting home that night. I remember. I vividly remember when. Um, I sat, laid back, and I turned that television on. He was on television talking about it. You know how, you know, he sent me to the locker room and that I needed to do this, I needed to do that. And it just broke my heart. I just felt like, I'm like, wow, this guy's crushing me on national television. How can he do that? Uh, I'm just a young kid trying to make it. You know, I'm just mm -hmm. passionate, passionate about it. Yeah. So I, later on, I understood that, hey, that I needed that. I deserved that because yeah. if I didn't have that, I wouldn't know how to be that leader and that, mm -hmm. that person all the young guys come to when they need something, right? So it, it it helped me become mature and helped me find myself as not just a player but as a man. Wow, gotcha. Mm. Okay, so I see you have uh, some amazing water. Is this one of your products? Yes. Yep, it is. Is it okay? Now I drink all kinds of waters. I'm mm. into the alkaline water now. Mm. I mean, what makes this better than what I'm drinking now, or the Fiji water, or spring? I think water? the simple the mission is the most important part. Like the mission, so they 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 came around to eliminate single use plastic water bottles. Um, because of okay. everything that's happening in the ocean, uh, just took over San Francisco Airport. Uh, oh, wow. They're in all the Safeways on the West Coast, and it's been great. And the other great things that I've been able to bring in other guys like Frank Gore, who owns a piece of the company, uh, Mohamed Sanu, uh, guys like that to help build it, and they're doing really well. I mean, the valuation is, I mean, out of this, out of this world. Michael Jordan just invested. Time Bar uh, put in five million. Uh, not to throw numbers around, but uh, the company's doing amazing. Um, and um, like I say, it's a, it's the mission, uh, single use, getting rid of single use plastic water bottles is is what they're all about, and uh, it's been great. It's great. It's been a great platform to really uh, let people know, bring some awareness to you know everything that's happening, all the animals. Where can dying. we find it though? Uh, you can find it anywhere. Amazon, Pathwater, oh, okay. on Pathwater's website. Um, you can find it in like Safeways on the West Coast, and they're coming here. They they started come moving here, uh, so they're in stores here. They're out the East Coast now too, so. Doing really well. What I'm more interested in is because I like working out, you know. Mm -hmm. um, I see you have an amazing body. We already talked about that, but mm -hmm. um, you have a protein. Yeah. What's going on with your protein? Last time I talked to you, <coughs> it was sold out. I couldn't even get any. You didn't even, <laughs> you didn't even have any at the house that I could get. Yeah. So, was, uh, um, so we, I started that because when I walked in the locker room um, and I met Paul Richardson, mm -hmm. my teammate, and he came up to me. He's like, Timeless. I'm going to call you Timeless. So I was like, wow, that name sounds pretty cool. So I went on ahead and uh, you know protected the rights to the name and uh, created a supplement line. Let's do it. So does that yeah. pre workout or just protein? Uh, pre workout, uh, post workout protein. Um, uh, what else do we have? Uh, multivitamins and fish oils. But we can do whatever. We're just trying to to scale it. We want to start, you know, with um, not that many items just to you know get it going, and then we can just add whatever. Okay. Well, yeah. if I need to look like you, that's what I need to get right. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm working on it. I'm going to order it right now. 
We're going to make you timeless. <laughs> <laughs> well, I noticed with really all the products you endorse, it all, to me, seems to be kind of centered around lifestyle, fitness, wellness, right? Am I misreading that? It seems like that mm-hmm. to me. And then obviously, as we've talked about several times on the show, you have a 27-pack in your abs. <laughs> I wish not to right? So I, so I just mean, I, I, it seems like you're passionate about that anyway. Did that come from athletics, or were you always just kind of like that even as a kid, like into working out and stuff? I think I got into working out maybe in college. Yeah, In college? Yeah, yeah, because when I was a kid, man, you know, you grew up, I grew up eating all the worst things in the world, man. Right. Fried food every day, went to Popeye's three times a week, mm-hmm. McDonald's, Saturday mm-hmm. and Sunday, because mm-hmm. grandma didn't feel like cooking. Right. I mean, chitlins. I uh, like Popeye's. I mean, everything. I, I didn't grow up eating that way. <laughs> Nutrition is something I had to learn learn about over time because wow. I wasn't accustomed to it. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. You know, you look at someone like you and you would think, oh, man, he, he's been like that his whole life. You got into college and, and learned, I guess, about mm-hmm. it and then took it serious from there. Yeah, just learned about it. Yeah, I'm sure Santana can he can vouch for that. I mean, I'm sure he went through. You know, he had to do those things too. Because I mean, playing the league as long you play what twelve, what, fourteen, mean, fourteen. Oh god, damn, that's crazy. My Give me two more, baby. Fourteen. Give me two more. <laughs> hey, this moss up, man. No, you can you, say what you, you want. Just, no, so he he know. I mean, it's yeah. just like playing fourteen years. Yeah. You don't just make it fourteen years. No, of course, no, you're no. gonna go through injuries and right. all, that, all that stuff. But you don't make it fourteen years eating McDonald's and all you know all that crap. I mean, just you, somewhere along the line, you have to learn how to you know. Uh, you know, your, work on your nutrition to, to, and all right. those things. So, Tam, was that the same for you? Like, where where did it happen for you? Was it college also, or was it before that? Or was it even pros? I mean, no, I was. You know, I was uh, fortunate enough to um, be brought up in a system in high school okay. where I was showed how to lift weights. To okay. be able, I, matter of fact, I didn't even get a chance to play high school ball mm-hmm. because my strength coach, which I had a weight training class my uh, freshman year. I thought weight training was like a form of PE in high school. <laughs> Honestly, like it was I was so ingrained. PE, like wow. you know, you come from middle school when everyone has a PE class, and I had, you know, I picked as an elective weight training. You know, I didn't think I was going to work out every day. Yeah, it was in an elective. Miami? No, at at my high school. At the high school. At my high school. Oh. I'm not talking about shout outs to the Chiefs, Carroll City. You know, and <laughs> my ninth grade year, I sat in the back of the you know, scrim coach class and then dress out. And later to know that that was the head football coach. So when it was time to sign up for football, wow. he said, oh, um, you in my class. And I'm like, yeah, coach, you know, I'm just bringing my report card. He's like, yeah, I see an F on that report card yeah. in my class. I was like, yeah, that's just weight training. He's like, that's the way you got to play football. In order for you to play ball for me, you got to participate in my weight training class. Wow. And he was like, I don't care if you work out in my <clears throat> class or after school. But if you got my class, you need to be working out. So it was brought to you know me early that I needed to be you know That's crazy. in that situation and, and being fit and everything. Um, but since we rolling, you know we've been rolling, and I like to be one of those guys. I'm like the the chameleon. I, I just kind of blend into whatever's going on. Uh, we didn't take a break, and I wanted to talk to you after the break about different uh, ventures or whatever it may be, your movies, whatever you have in store. What are some of the things that you're probably doing now? You know, uh, or that, that you have done throughout your playing years when it comes to off the field stuff, off the field ventures, business mm-hmm. ventures. Uh, business ventures. I, well, I've tapped into like a lot of different things um, uh, from owning my own uh, business for like as far as Jamba Juice. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, created a Vernon Davis Home Care Group recently out of 
the state of Virginia. That's I send caregivers into homes to take care of elderly people. Oh, that's dope. Um, it's almost like uh, what you call it now. They have uh, assisted living. Assisted living, right? Bingo. Yeah, Damn, I want to like get it. Living. I'm gonna have to talk to you about that. Yeah, that's yeah, something talk- I was trying to get into. Yeah, I think Car- Carmen told me that. Yeah. She told me she was trying to get the <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Last time I saw. ringing the bell. Yeah. I know yeah, that's but, close to you too because your grandparents involved me. In right. Life. That's why I did it because my I lost my granddad and you know I just I just saw that that area that's untapped because like as a per as a as a partner living in the house like my grandmother lived with my grandfather she thought that she could take care of him in the way that a caregiver could but that's not always the case mm-hmm. you know so you you kind of you take your time bringing that caregiver in because uh you know maybe he could have lived a lot longer not mm-hmm. knocking anything sure right. not knowing no, that's anything just true. but but yeah um that and i tapped into the movie industry uh, as well being a uh, executive producer on different pieces i got a movie coming out called um, Red Winter that I'm filming February 26th in Denver. Mm. That's going to be, I got a lead role in that, so that's going to be What? dope, man. Yeah, Congrats. So, so I've been an executive producer on that as well. Is that the cowboy one? Because I swear I no, saw you in the cowboy. Oh, okay, okay, okay. What is the cowboy one called? It's called Hell on the Borders by the first black deputy along the Mississippi River. Let me that's find out. Is that out already? Yeah, Amazon. What? Let yeah. me go check your boy oh. out on the big screen. Now, hold on. Did you have an accent? <laughs> I so. I, I kind of had to change my accent a little bit because it's more Southern. You know what I mean? Let wow. Me you put me on the spot right now. I got to go. That, that, warm that up. was Carmen here for man. I stuff. You feel I need that. Just okay. Come on. It's you just got a this. little bit. I mean, you got to watch. Check the movie out. Yeah. I, just, I can't. I just, you know what? There you go, Vernon. I'm gonna. I'm gonna take my boy back. Carmen, watch the movie. There you go, Vernon. Because guess what? That's gonna be from. That's gonna be better off for him anyway. We need them streams, baby. Can I get one line? No, you can do that some other time. Yeah, we gonna get them streams up. We gonna cut into. Yeah, one line. All right. Um. See, Ron Perlman brought the best out. We all know who Ron, Ron Perlman, Perlman is. Ron Perlman, he's Hellboy. a great actor. Yeah, he was yeah, great. Yeah. And, and Boy Smith said, when you work with actors who are who are fat, who go great, right. then it makes you better because you learn while you sit inside. Wow. You know what I mean? And he says all about reacting, not acting, and being vulnerable. You know what I mean? You got to be willing to be vulnerable. And Santana got a, has a brother that, that's into that. Yeah, he's world, into so that he knows. I just saw him um, last night on All American. He had a little shout outs to Nori. Shout outs to Nori. Watching the show like. Oh, that's Nori on the show. Dang, bro. I see you. Shouts to Nori. Yep. Tip my ass off to you guys doing that, man. Yeah, man. It's a, it's a lot of work. Someone get that one line? She, wait that, she waiting on that line, Vern. She is persistent. Lord. Although the law say we're free, the South still sends for us with money on our head. They call that a Southern Bounty Group. Southern country's running out of joints, huh? It's coming west. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, substitution. Call it substitution. Wow. Yeah. Well, you take you you leave that moment and think of something else. Yeah, you just leave a moment and you uh. Damn, Vern. Yeah, you're like an actor. You're like a thespian. <laughs> you're fabulous. Catch Vernon Davis. Trying to be on y'all level, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Man, we need some roles, man. Y'all already working. I'm working already. He was like. I'm like, we I need to practice that. So you got to be into it, though. It ain't, if, it, you ain't, if you're not into it, I mean, no. just like anything, like yeah. you got to be into it, really. Right. No, for real. You, yeah, totally committed to it. Vernon hey, Davis is a black water. And, the movie. <laughs> and, and that's what we're about, man. That's what well, we're about. You know about. what? I almost fell out. Woo. Let oh, me find out Vernon Davis is a black water. What better time to go to break when you get moments like that on Moss Up off the record? That's where you could get monologues from athletes turned actors. You got to love it. We'll be right back. All right, here on Moss Up, off the record, we're going rapid fire with Vernon Davis. Vern, now look, man, this is like a two-minute drill right here. We're going no huddle. 
I need you rapid fire. First thing that comes to mind, answer the questions. You ready for that? Are you ready, brother? You ready? Uh, hot so. seat is on. You got this. The hot seat is on. So we count you down right now. You ready? All right, let's do it. All right, first one out of the gate. Are you retiring? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I can't answer that. I, I don't know. That. Counts. It counts. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. All right. I called you in the break a thespian. What's your favorite movie quote of all time? Oh, that's a good one. Um, gosh, favorite movie quote of all time. Um, Rapid fire, bro. I, I, I don't know if I have a favorite quote, but I can. I have like this this one movie that's my favorite movie, man. I'm sorry, man. It's called Paid in Full, man. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Everybody Pretty eats, B. Great movie. Everybody eats, B. That's yeah. a great movie. They got Sunny Bad. <laughs> All tied up in some basement. It's some abandoned <laughs> building. Dying, man. That's my little man, Ace. <laughs> hey, that boy's an That's ass. That's great. That's what's up. That's that is such up. a good. All right, when you play Madden, what team do you pick? I'm picking the Washington Redskins. There it is. Yes. Come on, baby. Come on, baby. Burn. Come on, baby. Come on, burn. You got to play I'm with yourself, man. Kids, man. Come on now. What's Yikes. a What's the first big ticket item you bought? NFL money, baby. Stun on them, Vern. Big ticket item? Never. Uh, maybe some jewelry back in the day. I knew Ooh, it. Talk, talk to I me. Was it a watch? Was it a chain? Oh, it was a watch. <gasps> yeah. I knew it. Watch and chain. My watch. Watch and chain. chain. Ooh, gold all of my like Gucci rips. man out there. Gucci, mm. Gucci. <laughs> if you didn't end up playing football, what career would you have gone down? Uh... Funny, uh, probably uh, I say criminal. Well, I started off with criminal justice when I was in college, so I probably would stick stuff with that. What? Yeah, you yeah. can't handle the truth. One of them. <laughs> One of them jokers. Yeah, probably criminal justice. Okay. Besides football and acting, give us mm -hmm. another talent you have that maybe no one knows. Uh, maybe painting. Painting. Uh, oh yeah, acrylic on canvas is my medium. Let me find out. I studied that in college. I actually changed my major from criminal justice to art studio. Ooh, yeah. You, you like Vincent Van Gogh two point oh? I don't know why I did it, man. I just followed my heart. But I found out three years after that, my granddad was a great painter. Wow! Oh, wow. It was wow. in your blood. It's in your blood. Biological grandfather. Yeah. It's in your yeah. blood. Wow. So I just changed and didn't even. The know. apple don't fall that far from the tree. Yeah. The most embarrassing thing you've done on or off the field. Off the field, it's probably the most embarrassing thing I've ever done was probably, uh, gosh, that's tough. Embarrassing? You could go on the field, He's too. Perfect. Like, that's did you why. use the bathroom no, no, on, the the, on the field? On the field, uh, probably went behind the, uh, uh -oh. the Gatorade. Oh, uh -oh. we all done did and that. I, and, I, and I grabbed the cup, and I just went, I just started, you, you just started going to work, man. I grabbed the cup, and I started going hey, to work. I, I did that to him. no towel or anything, uh -oh. I played for what 14 years and did that every every oh, year. I wasn't even embarrassed. embarrassed. <laughs> I thought that was just they what saw the cup. They saw the cup. They didn't see me. They just saw the cup and I had to turn. So that hey, was pretty Look, oh. we didn't have bathroom on the field at one point in time. So at one point in time, even having a bathroom, it was somebody in there and I had to go. So guess wow. what? Let me get that Gatorade cup. Get that cup. <laughs> Got on my knees and made sure it went down. You know Carm, we didn't play football I'm because I, this sounds lot. real trifling to me. <laughs> hey, it trifling. sounds real trifling. What's the strangest thing you're afraid of? The strangest thing I'm afraid of. Um, strangest thing. Like a big right. cat like you. Is Maybe. it like a mouse or something? Oh, yeah, mouse. Yeah. Really? I'm afraid of a mouse, man. I, don't, I ain't going to lie. Everybody's scared of a mouse. I ain't I don't, scared of no I don't know what it is. I, I, see, I don't want I nothing across my foot. I'm going to start hiding. No high roach. Knees, high roach. Knees, high knees. Roach. <laughs> no nothing. You hear me? Vern, you are 6'3", 250. You afraid of a mouse, bruh? 
Put one on the floor. You're going to see behind me. <laughs> FIFO goes west, scares you, dog. Oh, man. What's something you love that other people hate? Something I love that other people hate. Um, you know what? I actually like the smell, the smell of gasoline. What? I don't know what it is, man. It just smells good to me for some reason. Really? Yeah, that's weird. You, you, need to, you need to go in the oil <laughs> business, I know. right? I know. You in every other business. Hey, you ask, man. Come on, Vern. Right, right, don't judge me. Don't judge me. Women are going to be putting gasoline right here. Like, ah, hey, and it ain't going to work. Kendrick, Here's take hey, it. It's going to be a new perfume out of gasoline. <laughs> By Exxon Valdez. <laughs> <laughs> if you could have dinner with one person, dead or alive, who would it be? That's a great question. Ooh, that's a great question. One person. Ooh, dead or man, alive. I would love to have dinner with uh, Michael Jordan, man. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And get the game the from goat. him, yeah. right? Yeah. Real goat. Yeah. That's true. What's the craziest thing a fan has ever done for you? Uh, probably tattooed my autograph on the chest. Mm. Like right here. They crazy. Was that a man yeah, or I've woman? I've seen that. It was a man. It was a oh. dude. They crazy. Yeah. On the pack, Vern. <laughs> on the pack. Man. They I thought crazy. I was crazy yeah. when I hugged him the first time I met him. But that <laughs> was... Well, you fit behind that fit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in second. <laughs> well, man, you know what, man? That was... It was good, man. Honestly, man, this for the first inaugural show... I want to give you a special shout out and thank you, man, for coming on. Um, we had so many people that we was trying to reach out to and say who should be the first. And when we thought about it, we had to get DMV's finest, yep. Mr. Vernon Davis himself, man. Oh, so we man. appreciate you for being mm -hmm. on, man. And I've always that. admired appreciate your you, game. Um, that, we met years ago before we even really, you know, mm -hmm. shared anything. And we just, you know, clicked from yeah. day one, man. So he's always been a guy that I watched from afar and regardless if i ever told you or not man i appreciate you brother yeah, appreciate so that. Means a keep, lot, man. keep doing Thank what you're doing um we aspire to aspire mm. you know and i tell folks that all the time you know i'm looking forward to making sure the next person who's looking up to me want to do more and want to be better so that's it from all sup uh. <laughs>